0: Hello, hello, my sweet and beautiful circlers. How are we? Welcome back to circle time. Gather round. The cats are shitting up a storm in here. Do you guys hear that? Sorry. Like, I start, I hit record. The cats start pooping everywhere and the fucking garbage driver, the garbage truck goes by. But hello, hello. Welcome back to Circle Time. How is everybody doing? I hope that when you're listening to this, you are feeling good. And if you're not, maybe we can change that here. In the circle. I'm obviously in a little bit of a singy mood today. It has been such a chaotic week. I have some stuff to update everyone on we've been really going for it this week. So as I've talked about, we are in our final stages of wedding planning. I guess we're in the final stages. We're getting married in the new year. So we went and we did our food tasting and we did our like place setting stuff. And we just loved it. Like the food was delicious. Food tastings are so interesting. I don't know if any of you have ever done a food tasting, but It's like you choose what you want to try and then you try like a bunch of different appetizers and entrees and drinks and desserts and all of these different things for the wedding. And you kind of like rank everything and you choose what you want to serve basically at your wedding. So we did that last week and it was so Delicious. I'm so sorry. I'm so distracted because I'm okay. So I filmed this podcast in my office. And if I'm not in the studio, and I'm in my office and there's a litter box for the cats in here, and it's just, I'm like, it is disgusting. It smells like shit. And it is like suffocating me right now. <laughs> and so that's why I'm so distracted. I'm trying to tell you guys about my food tasting and my wedding prep because I'm literally getting married soon. And I want to talk to my sweet circlers about it. And the only thing I can think about is how my office smells like cat shit. It's like they saw me press record and they were like, now's the perfect time. And it's just like, I'm just looking across from me right now. And there's a cat. Like he's just licking his asshole. It smells bad. It's like they've completely taken over my office and made it their own little like cat haven. And it's not my office anymore. It's their room. They play in here. They shit in here. They lick their assholes in here. Apparently they just do it all. And I'm just here. I'm just here hoping for the best. I'm actually going to take a candle and put it closer to me. Hang on. Okay. Sorry. So this is the cat's house now and I'm just living in it. And I think I should be going into the studio more often because I don't know if I can keep doing this anymore. It is nice and cozy. I changed sides of the seat that I sit in because I was too close to the litter box. It's it's just a disaster in here. But that's the beauty of circle time. You know, we're going through it together. Anyway, so I'm planning this goddamn wedding. There's a little thing I like to call my wedding, our wedding. And it's been really fun. I am not that stressed at the moment. It's kind of like the main thing I'm thinking about right now, I feel like. But there's also like Christmas to think about and Christmas gifts and the holidays and like everything's just like happening really fast. And I'm kind of like completely overwhelmed, like, but it's all really good stuff. So I feel like I can't really like complain about it. Well, I'm not really complaining, but I am well aware that these are all good things to be worried about. Like, let me get that out in the clear, but like circle time is a safe space where we can talk about everything that's going on. And so I want to share this with you guys because it's just what's going on in my life. But I'm trying to, you know, do my vlogmas and we had family in town and there's Christmas. And then all of a sudden it's like we're getting married and there's just a lot going on. But it's all really good stuff. So we did our tasting. We did our place settings. We have like the best flower guy ever. and. I kind of showed him like what I was envisioning and he executed that so perfectly for when he like presented the table settings and like the design to us. And I was just so pleased and I just think it's going to be really beautiful and I can't wait for you to all see like pictures and stuff of it because it's just, it's going to be beautiful. And I'm a lot less stressed about the actual wedding than I thought I'd be like. I just feel like there's always like so much planning and there's so many things to think about, but we have a really great planner and we're just doing it, you know? But there's a lot going on. So we did that. It was my dad's birthday. So we celebrated my dad's birthday. And then I had my bridal shower. And I really like didn't know what to expect with the bridal shower. I felt like... Like, I just didn't even know what a bridal shower entailed, really. My my mom threw me a bridal shower at this restaurant that I love here in Santa Monica called Fia. And it was just genuine, genuinely. Sorry, like the cat. Hello. It was genuinely such a beautiful, beautiful day. I had friends come into town. Cody's mom and sister and aunts and cousin came into town and just like so many people from so many different walks of life and people I've known since I was born, friends from college, friends from like just random walks of life. And like everyone was there and it was just like very chill. Like I didn't want anything too fancy, but it was like, I wore like Cute little white dress, and we played some games. Like, I, my mom and Emma, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, threw it together. And so, like, Emma asked me for some special dates, like when was Cody's and mine's first kiss, and when was our first date, and all of that stuff. And so, I gave her those dates. And then, we like one of the games is like people had to match the date to the event type of thing. And we did what else did we do? We did like We played this game where we got like a fake, fake rings. And if someone said bride, you got to take their ring and whoever ended up with the most rings won. And we did this other game where it was like, oh, everybody had to like put three facts about themselves on a piece of paper. And I got to read them out loud and guess who it was, which was really fun and funny. And I got them all right. Thank God I was pretty nervous about that, but I got them all right. And we also then Cody came at the end, Cody and my dad came and we played a game like who is more organized, Cody or Kelsey, who's a better driver, who's a better dancer, who is more punctual and like everybody had to guess. And I feel like everybody guessed Cody for all the good ones and me for all the bad ones, but I'm going to not overthink that. And I'm going to just kind of move, move along past that because I was kind of like spiraling at the end of that game. Like, does everybody just think I'm like messy and um never on time, which both of those things are true. But being messy is like one of those things where it's like you think that you're the only one that notices. You know what I mean? Like my room is messy for sure. But most people are only in my living room. Sometimes my living room gets messy, but there's three pets. There's. Cody and I, we get a lot of boxes, like there's a lot going on, but like I try my best to keep it like generally pretty clean. And so I'm like, I feel like I kind of get by, like I'm always like groomed, you know, like I shower and stuff. Like I feel like I don't come off as like a messy person, (laughs) but maybe I'm wrong about that. So like when people are like, oh, Kelsey's definitely messier than Cody. I'm like, why? Why do you guys say that? Why is everybody saying that? Or like people are like, Cody's more organized for sure. And it's like, okay, why am I not organized? What do you guys know? What am I, am I being too honest? Am I being too real? Am I showing you guys my true colors too much? Should I pretend like I'm more organized? I don't think I'm not organized. I think Cody and I are the equal amounts of organized, but like all of those things that people were like, oh, Kelsey is definitely messier. Kelsey is definitely less organized. I was like, okay, come on. Why are you saying that? What about me? Maybe, you know what it is? Maybe it's because, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I was kind of like, what the hell, you guys? What the hell? Who's more romantic? I kind of, we kind of went back and forth on this. I feel like it might be Cody. I, there was who's more romantic and who's more sentimental. I think I'm more sentimental, but I think Cody's more romantic. I think I'm a better driver I don't know, but all of the good ones, people were voting for Cody. And I was like, what am I doing wrong here? What am I portraying myself as? I, I'm not saying I am not messy. I mean, I am messy. But like, it felt like a little bit too personal and like nobody meant for it to feel that way. And nobody meant it in a personal way. And of course, I just took it like way too personally. <laughs> and I was like this isn't funny but I was trying to like laugh but at the same time I was like feeling really bad about myself so yeah but it was like I'm just joking around about that it was truly like such a wonderful day and as the gift my mom like had all of the women who were there like everyone who was invited she had them all write me like a letter and like some words of advice and some quotes or like just whatever they wanted to do like Favorite memories with me, advice for marriage, like whatever it is. And so, and she made this like little scrapbook. And she, my mom, she's just the best. She made it like kind of like she did like the layout, like it was an episode of Circle Time. So it was like circling you with love. That's what it said. How sweet is that? The circlers will appreciate that. And then there was like journal time where people wrote letters and story time where people wrote memories. And it was just like the cutest, cutest thing. And it was like, the most thoughtful gift. And I love shit like that. I love gifts that are just like, like a, I love a handwritten note or even not a handwritten note, just like a letter from someone and just memories and pictures and sentimental stuff. I just is like my favorite type of gift. And so I was just really happy about that, honestly. And it was such a lovely afternoon. So chill like I didn't want it to be too like fancy or anything but like we had good food, good drinks, good atmosphere. We laughed, we cried, we sang, we danced. I'm just kidding, there wasn't as much dancing as I normally like, but that would have been awkward cuz there wasn't any music. So it's totally fine. It was just truly wonderful and I'm like a full-on bride and I feel like I'm 17 I'm not. I'm 29 and I'm getting married. And it's just so crazy that this chapter of my life is happening because I just, it's just crazy, but it's great, you know? So we are in full swing holiday mode right now. And I can tell you firsthand that I am doing whatever I can to save some cash to put towards gifts for my family, my friends, whoever it is, and every plate America's Best Value Meal Kit helps me do just that. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping, so that money that you're saving, you can use towards those holiday gifts. And at first, I thought meal kits had to be expensive, you know? But now, I'm convinced that you can get the same convenience and deliciousness at a much lower price. Every plate's quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste. So you're not throwing out that full bag of unused mixed greens that sits in your fridge every week anymore. Every plate recipes feature high quality produce and ingredients delivered right to your door and they're ready to eat in literally six simple steps. So easy. Choose between 25 weekly recipes from their ever-changing menu and even swap proteins and sides to your liking. I feel like especially this time of year with like the holiday parties and everybody's calendar is so packed, it's hard to get a good meal in and it never feels like there's enough time to make something. But get every plate and savor more free time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals that are ready in 30 minutes or less. Don't turn to takeout when things get hectic, especially during the holidays. Instead, get every plate delivered. It's 58% cheaper than your average fast casual meal and you can always feel good about what you're eating. So get your first box for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code CIRCLETIME149. First box for just $1.49 per meal, go to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code CIRCLETIME149. Enjoy.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode.
0: And then last night we went to a Chargers football game which was really fun. We got like to go in this box on the field and we brought our friends who were in town and we like, were like on the field. It was so crazy. I, there is like literally nothing like the roar of a stadium. I'm just kidding. I don't know how to fucking say that without sounding like, like the biggest lame ever, but I grew up going to college football games. My mom and my mom went to USC And my grandma and grandpa were like huge USC fans. My uncle went to USC. It was a big like family affair. And so since I was born, we had season tickets to USC football games. And so I grew up going every Saturday to USC football games. And so I think just like being in an arena of some sort with like a crowd and like a sporting event just gets me fucking amped. Amped. And so it was just like, it was insane. The SoFi Stadium in LA here is like wild. I had never been. And that was really fun. And so that was good. The food was good. I had a hot dog and nachos. And I had this like snack mix. And I had a couple drinks. And it was just like fun. And it was a really solid weekend. But I will tell you, like, I was pretty stressed just because there were a lot of people in town. And there's something about like everybody coming, like everybody showed up for me, which is like the I, I, I couldn't be more thankful. And like I was overwhelmed with like how much joy I felt and like how loved I felt that the people that everybody came to celebrate but like at the same time I want to make everybody feel like it was worth their time you know and I want to be able to spend as much time with everyone and sometimes I just get nervous that I didn't spend enough time talking to everyone and but I know that like when I'm the guest to something like I don't think about it like that so I'm sure I'm overthinking it but that's just what we do here in the circle we overthink things And that's okay, But that is kind of what was going through my head. I was just there was just like constantly people in and out of our house and like there was just a lot going on. But it was in like the best way possible. And I just sometimes, you know, like. I just hope I just hope that I was like I everybody knows how much I appreciated that they were there. Does that make sense? But all in all, it was like really just a wonderful, wonderful weekend definitely busy definitely like non-stop and I'm happy that I get to have like I'm happy I'm excited to have some like alone time you know and like just get groceries and like have like a normal week before holiday chaos ensues like I'm going home to my parents house next week for the holidays but I'm I'm excited For everything to come. I love Christmas time and I love getting married, apparently. So I'm excited, but there's just a lot going on. And I'm just happy I get to tell my circlers about it because getting to talk to you all about this stuff is so fun. And it's just such like a special thing that we all share. So I appreciate you for listening. And that's kind of like the update with what's going on in my week. You know, what's fricking crazy was that the, okay, sorry. That was like the uh, most, uh-oh, I can't speak. I have been watching White Lotus. This is where I wanted to go with what's fricking crazy, but I was going to say it's crazy that the season of White Lotus already ended, but we actually haven't talked about it on Circle Time one time. And I feel like that's kind of like pop culture So if you haven't finished season two of White Lotus, this is your sign to turn, like skip through this part because I'm going to talk about the season finale. So this is a spoiler alert. If you haven't finished season two of White Lotus, do not listen to what I'm about to say. I liked this season of White Lotus a lot more than the first season. I liked the first season a lot, but this season was so good. I didn't love the finale. I just didn't. And I don't know if that if that is an unpopular opinion, but I'm willing to take that on my on my back because I just feel like it could have been a better season finale. I don't know. It's like there was so much buildup. And also I think it has something to do with like all the theories that you're seeing. And it's kind of the same thing when like I talk about like everybody coming up with insane Taylor Swift theories and stuff. It's kind of like, let's just relax for a second because a lot of times we're wrong and then our hopes are crushed and i feel like i was so much on the white lotus fucking like theory tiktok like that was my whole for you page and so i was like i was really thinking there was about to be so many more crazy things that happen like i don't know this like it was just like kind of disappointing like i'm disappointed in the way that tanya i'm disappointed with what happened to tanya because like i was really excited for her to have like because everybody thought that they could like pull one over on her and that she was just like dumb and wasn't gonna notice and she was just like floating around but then she figured it out and she took control and i wanted it to be like this like empowering like fuck yeah she's not stupid she's like like girl power she's smart fuck you guys and the way that like she died was like so disappointing to me like i'm like really really all of that and then she can't just hop on a fucking boat you guys have that has to happen but then i guess it's like kind of not funny but like it's kind of like yeah she figured it out but like she's i don't know I don't know. I was kind of disappointed by that. And then I was just disappointed with like the loose ends of it all. Like with like the two couples, how they like, you never really, you never really know what happened. You know, like, you know, you don't know if Daphne and the other husband hooked up or like, you don't know what happened with the kid because she basically said that their firstborn son wasn't Theo James's kid. But you never, nothing ever came of that. And then they did mention like that they're going to the Maldives. So maybe they'll be in the next season, which I would like to see. But I just feel like there was so much more that I wanted to know about. And like, I'm just kind of bummed that it ended the way that it ended. I wanted so many more like explosive moments, you know, and I just didn't get them. And like, what the fuck is the deal with Portia while I'm at it? Like, why was she, like, hiding in the airport? Why did she have, like, a headscarf and sunglasses on? That was odd to me. Maybe she was hiding from them. Like, she thought they were after her still. I'm like, what happened to the other guy? The British guy. Like, did he he just, like, left her? I actually fell asleep during that part, so I don't really even know. I don't know. I was just, like, generally a little bit disappointed with the season finale of White Lotus. And this is the thing. I don't talk about this stuff. I feel like sometimes because... People are really passionate about certain things and I just get a little bit like nervous that everybody's going to yell at me for saying something stupid, which might happen. But that's just what I'm thinking. So those are my thoughts on the White Lotus season finale. If you turned off the spoilers, you can turn circle time back on because we are not talking about the spoilers anymore. And I'm so sorry to Marshall who had to listen to this if he... (laughs) didn't finish the season so I forgot about that but that's that that was kind of like the pop culture thing that I wanted to talk about I feel like there was something else I have no idea did you guys see the person who jumped on stage at the Harry Styles concert and the bodyguards like protected Harry that was pretty crazy and right now on the TikTok that I'm on like besides White Lotus theories is like elf on the shelf <laughs> and like kids getting pranked by their elves on elves on the shelves and there's that one TikTok where the kids like what the fuck and it I don't know I just love watching them watching their little faces when they get pranked and the parents like draw on them and stuff I think it's so funny those are like those are making me laugh a lot right now and also that trend <laughs> where you like show the kid the video of that like elf floating around You know what I'm talking about? Like the thing in the green hat with like the blanket and it's like twirling around and the parents are like, that's you and you're a baby. Do you remember that? I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's kind of odd, but I think it's also funny that the kids are like, oh, my God. Yeah, I totally remember that. But like, why? (laughs) Like, why are we doing that? (laughs) I think it's like. Like, you know, one day. Okay, because this is what happened to me. One time, I had a dream that my whole family got flushed down the toilet, and like I'm assuming that's what it was. It had to have been a dream that my whole family got flushed down the toilet. But like I couldn't separate. Like it was must have been realistic. Something must have happened, and so I like vividly remember asking my mom, "Do you remember when we got flushed down the toilet?" And she was like, "Yeah, totally." And I don't know if she was just like half listening and was just like yeah for sure she was just like messing around whatever it was like up until I was like maybe six or so that was probably when I was like three and a half-ish up until like I realized that that couldn't physically happen I was like telling people that my whole family got flushed down the toilet like just spreading straight up rumors And lies, like full, like blatantly lying, because I like, because my mom saying like, oh my god, yeah, totally remember that made me think that like that happened, and it was valid, so I could like talk about it. So you know that some of these kids, up until they're like older, are gonna be like, yeah, I used to float around in a forest, and I wore a green hat, and I didn't have legs, and I like flew and twirled, and. That was what I was like when I was a baby. And so like justice for the kids, like that didn't happen. Don't go telling people that because people are going to do research and then they're going to realize that you got pranked as a child on TikTok. So those are my thoughts on that. And that's really all I have to say about the the elf on the shelf TikTok and the floating gaslighting your kids into thinking they were like a flying elf TikTok. Um, now, it's the most wonderful time on the pod. Eh. Well, I mean, for some, for some, everyone's favorite is story time. For others, everyone's favorite is journal time. For others, people like when I sing. I'm just kidding. No one's ever told me that they like when I sing, but I like to sing. So I'm never gonna stop singing. Okay. We're going to do some story time. I love doing story time. If you want to leave a voicemail for the podcast, there is a link to it in the description of this episode. And if you're watching this, it's in the description of the video. So, go click on that and you can leave a voicemail because I still get some messages asking about that. Also, would you guys ever want like an episode of just straight up only story time because we have so many voicemails and I really like think that that would be fun so let me know if you're interested in that and now let's get into it get into it yeah okay story time here we go first one let's listen
1: Hi, Kelsey. My name is Nora. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and videos. Hi, Nora. My question is about your relationship with your natural hair texture and how you've come to sort of feel confident in it and embrace it. I ask this question because I have curly hair myself and I know that for a lot of women with textured hair like me, it can be sort of difficult to feel confident or pretty or just put together in it just due to beauty standards and all that. Um, and I remember in one of your videos, you mentioned that sometimes you don't feel like an outfit or a look or like, especially if a formal look is complete, unless your hair is straightened. Um, and that's a, a sentiment that I've felt so many times throughout my life and still feel often today. So I'm curious what your journey has been when it comes to like your relationship with your natural hair and how to feel confident in it. Thanks.
0: This is such a wonderful question and something I obviously, you know, still kind of struggle with, I think I've gotten a lot more comfortable with my natural hair and more confident with it. Once I realized that, like, I have to remind myself that we are lucky to have textured, fun, different hair. And all of those negative things that I associate it with are really all just like false beauty standards of like what we see in media and what people and just stuff like that and so I have to just like always remind myself that those aren't real and like I really like when I started really embracing my hair was when I just kind of like forced myself to wear it naturally because with my curly hair like I have to plan around my hair a lot I feel like and so I would kind of just force myself to wear it curly and be in certain situations where like normally I would think that it needs to be one way and then I go through those situations with my hair curly and everything is fine and I feel like it's like kind of just making that leap into like kind of kind of putting yourself in an uncomfortable like position where you might not feel 100% confident getting through that and realizing that like your hair doesn't make or break you and you were blessed with such beautiful different hair and like embrace that I think I just that's what I've been trying to do I once I started just forcing myself to wear it curly all of a sudden I started embracing it more and it was just I try, I've try. i learned different styles to do with it curly. I learned different products that I liked for curly. And it's just like, instead of trying to change something that makes you, you flip it and embrace it and realize that like, that's what makes you different. And that's like, how amazing is it that that's just like naturally what we were born with? And it's not always easy. And I do still, you know, style my hair. I'll straighten it occasionally. I'll Do different things with it, but it's not so much like make or break. Like, I'm not going to look good if my hair is not straight and I need my hair to be straight for this. I've just learned that I'm still me. Like, I'm even more me when my hair is curly. So, like, the me that makes me attractive to people is not based 100% on my straight hair or curly hair. It's who I am as a person, you know? So, you're still going to be attractive and feel when you feel like yourself and when you're being yourself. So like embrace that natural side of you. It has nothing to do with your hair, like where your confidence comes from. It comes from yourself. And so I say just embrace it. And it's not always easy. It really isn't. And like that's, I, like I said, like I do get my hair done or straighten it for certain things or whatever it is. But now it's more of just like a look situation and not so much like a I don't feel confident situation. And I think the only way I ha- I faced that is by like accepting my hair and just, just trying it and doing it, getting a curly haircut, like trying to just embrace that side of it instead of hide it. Instead of going to a salon where they normally cut people's hair that's straight, go to a salon that cuts people's hair that's curly. Like go to a curly hair salon, like try to actually embrace it and not like change it and then you're going to learn to love it and it is not like I have not completely figured it out I definitely still have my moments but like it's it's gotten a lot a lot a lot better so it's going to get a lot a lot better for you too if you just embrace it and know that you're not alone I'm in it with you there's so many other people that are dealing with the same thing okay next up.
1: First of all, I wanted to tell you that I never really grew up watching YouTube. And you are the second person, the second YouTuber I ever started watching after Emma Chamberlain.
0: Oh, that's so nice.
1: I just, I love your vlogs and your podcast. And also my birthday is two days off for yours. So something.
0: Happy belated birthday.
1: But also I've like been toying with the idea of starting a vlog for quite a while and i recently moved to london and i was like oh this is a perfect opportunity to vlog my experience so i vlogged my whole move to london and i've spent like so many hours (laughs) in the past few weeks editing it and i made a thumbnail and i'm literally uploading it right now as i'm speaking and i'm kind of nervous but also excited. I'm just nervous because I'm like, I want people to watch it. And I've already, I have like a whole list of ideas for more vlogs to make. And I just like really want to like get followers. So I was wondering if you have any tips for being a new vlogger and yeah, I guess that's it. Sorry. This I'm like running out of time. Ah, Okay. But thank you so much for your podcast and for answering my question. Love you.
0: Oh my God, that is so exciting. So her name is Anna. I don't know her last name, but she posts vlogs. So go check them out. I think Anna that the trick of it all is just like being excited. Like you're doing something that you're excited about. So keep keep that excitement up and like just if you enjoy doing it, just do it. Do it for yourself because you enjoy doing it. And that, Will come out in your videos and that will attract people I think like a lot of times people get caught up and they start doing things for the wrong reasons and like you said you watched emma too and I think what's so attractive about emma and why people love her so much is because she's doing things and she's posting videos and She's doing it because she genuinely loves it and that's like why people loved watching her like that's why she blew up so fast I think and Now she's making videos again that she really loves. And I think that that's what people love to see. And I, when I started doing vlogs on my channel, I found that that's what I really loved and people really resonated with that. So I say, like, you already have the like excitement and passion towards it. And I just think it's so cool. This is for all of you listening, even if it's not, you know, starting a YouTube channel or whatever. But if you just, if you, like something and you want to try and go for it like I just think that you absolutely should in every situation because you really never know what could happen and I feel like so many times people hinder themselves by like they don't things are scary it's scary you know I totally understand it's so much easier to just go for the thing that's safe instead of doing the thing that scares you. But you're never going to grow as a human and in your career and doing something that you love if you're just doing the safe thing. So you really just go for it. And I think like it's so awesome that Anna, like you're just going for it. You just, you want to vlog. You think it's, I mean, it's amazing. You moved to London. Like that's exciting. So vlog, do it because you love it. Be yourself. And you, and like, Good things will come to you. And it's so amazing to just do something that scares you and try because you really will never know unless you try and keep trying. I think like I struggle with this too. If I don't see like immediate results, sometimes I get really down on myself and I want to quit. And it's hard, but you got to power through that and you will come out on the other end and be so happy that you stuck with the thing that you love and the thing that you're excited about. And I just think it's really exciting that you're doing this and it's going to be amazing. Stay true to yourself, do what you love. Don't try to change for your videos or change to get followers. Just make content that you actually enjoy. And that's my advice to you, Anna, but in general, everyone do the same thing. Stay true to yourself and do things that actually bring you joy and you will get so much more out of that. So that is my advice for you, Anna. Okay. And last but
1: not least. Hi, Kelsey. I'm Isabella from Perth, Australia. If you could tell by my accent but you definitely haven't been on this side of the country before because it's very boring. Anyway, my question is, what is your favorite part of your body and why? Mine might be my right boob. I don't know. I also just want to say how incredibly good circle time is. And it was in my top five Spotify podcasts on my Spotify wrapped. Uh, And I love you so much. And I love that you love Taylor
0: Swift. I love you. Bye. Isabella. Isabel and her right boob coming in strong for circle time. Thank you for your question from Perth. This is such a fun question. Um, My favorite part of my body. Do my eyes count? I don't know. I also like my arms. Kinda. I like my like, yeah, let's go arms. I do love my boobs. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. I just kicked my cat on accident. And my eyes, eyes, boobs, arms. And I think that this is a really great question. And I think all of you listening should also out loud right now answer this question. What is one thing you love about your bodies? Because we so many times focus on the things that we dislike about our bodies. I am guilty of this as well. And we talk about that out loud, but we never talk about the things that we actually love out loud. So everyone out loud, say it right now. One, two, three. My arms and my boobs and my eyes. Look at that. I named three. There we go. There we have it. Always say the good things out loud. Be kind to yourselves and love your bodies. And thank you, Isabella, for that question. And thank you for listening. Okay. There is our story time. I love story time. I love hearing you all so much. So please leave a voicemail if you want to. Such fun questions. And now we are in our journal time. And we have some holiday christmas kind of themed journal questions because it's Christmas time. And I've done a really bad job, by the way, at sticking with our Christmas bucket list or our, ho- our winter bucket list because it's just been such a crazy time, but we're jumping in. We're embracing the holidays. Let's sing a Christmas song. Ready? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. So yeah, I already feel better it's that easy I can't wait to watch fucking lifetime Christmas movies oh my god I love cheesy holiday movies that are on TV they always have a happy ending and it's just like nothing ever goes wrong and they're just like there's so much Christmas spirit I love holiday spirit okay here we go let's do our journal time let's mix these up and pick one what kind of technology should santa use in his sleigh sleigh santa yes santa sleigh sorry what kind of technology should santa use in his sleigh first thing that comes to mind when i read this question is in the movie the santa claus i think it's the first one when judy is that her name she's like the elf that makes santa the hot chocolate when she puts when they put like the hot chocolate machine in his sleigh oh my god i always thought that was like the coolest thing ever so obviously i think santa should have a hot chocolate machine in his sleigh and i think he should like have like seat heaters obviously and like maybe automatic automatic. Oh my God. I can't say that word. Automatic s- steering, like like in a Tesla, they have that, I think. Right. So he should have that and he should have like, he should obviously have like CarPlay, like he should have like a map and like it should hook up to his phone, like really easily. And I think that he should have like a massagers in the chairs Along with the hot chocolate machine, I remember in the Santa Claus it also gave him fresh cookies, but like he's getting cookies from everybody. So like I feel like he should get some like, like a sandwich or something, like a sandwich machine in there as well. I kind of want to sleigh now. And like food for the reindeer. Would you rather be in a Christmas play or a Christmas concert? Hmm. Probably a concert. So when I grew up, I went to a school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And every year we had like a Christmas concert and every class would get like a song to sing and you'd perform it. And that was it. But when I was in eighth grade, there was like a play connected to throughout the songs. So like there would be a play happening. It'd be the eighth graders doing the play and then like different grades would come up and sing the songs. Answering this question now, I think concert, I'd rather be singing like in a big group. Like I always thought that was fun. But can I tell you guys, I was the lead the lead role in the Christmas play. (laughs) And I think I blocked this memory out of my brain until just now. But in eighth grade, I was the lead girl. Okay, saying lead is so stupid because like there, I just like had a lot of lines and like a name. So I, now I'm just saying I was the lead. But like, I basically, basically like the point of the play was that there was like a storm and I couldn't, I was like on the, I was trying, I was on the phone with someone named Gloria and I was like trying to like meet up with her at the mall or something. What's that you say, Gloria? 50% off at Macy's. That was like one of my lines. And then I said something else. What's that you say, Gloria? 50% off at Macy's. Hold up the phone, the, it's breaking up. I think it must be from all the snow. And that was like me setting up the whole play that we all got snowed in at school. I think that's what it was. And I was supposed to leave to go to the mall and meet Gloria because there's 50% off on Macy's. And I couldn't because I was snowed in, locked in the school, snowed in. So that was like, I'm kind of super cringed out just thinking about that. I kind of want to watch it. I might try to find like a clip from it. I don't know if I can actually because it's at my parents' house. But I mean, that was my big break, obviously playing the girl what was my name? I don't remember, but I remember I told you guys this. My mom was like the eighth grade teacher and everyone thought I got the role because my mom was a teacher, but it was the music teacher who actually cast the play. And I was like, guys, I worked my whole life for this. My mom didn't just hand me this role. It was a music teacher and I didn't work my whole life for it. And I was actually really embarrassed and I'm still embarrassed that I did that. But that was when I said, what's how you say, Gloria? 50% off of Macy's. That's kind of like, and then I like, I obviously had other lines, but that's the only one that I remember. And it was my big break. And I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. I had to use like my uncle's old flip phone because I didn't have a cell phone. And so to answer this question, Christmas concert, but I have been in a Christmas play and I crushed every second of it. Next one. Who wakes up first in your house on Christmas? Probably my mom and dad. It always used to be me. And then once I got older, I started sleeping in. And now I'm like, I cannot. I love sleeping in so much. So it's obviously not me anymore. I'm probably the last one. But it's really nice because like my whole family waits. Like we wait until the last person wakes up. And then we go open gifts, which is really kind. But... I would say my mom, then my dad, then my brother, then me. Okay, next up. Do you have any holiday traditions? Holiday traditions. Oh, I kind of talked about this. I kind of talk about this in next week's episode as well. But yeah, we go... My grandma... Well, you know what? I'll talk about it. Well, I kind of talk about it next week. But another holiday tradition that I didn't really mention is that we celebrate Hanukkah. That is, I guess it's not really a tradition. We just celebrate Hanukkah. My dad is Jewish. And so every year we celebrate Hanukkah as well as Christmas. And I've always loved that so much. And it's always been so special um, because not a lot of my friends growing up celebrated Hanukkah. And so I would like invite them over and teach them About it and like teach them the prayers and stuff and now like getting to do hanukkah With cody is really special just because he never celebrated and I can't wait for my kids to celebrate and That was always really special. My dad is jewish. So he would always do both And we still do now We just do the prayers and like light the candles and stuff No gifts or anything, but it's really fun. And that's one of my favorites and last but not least What does your Christmas tree look like? Well, I didn't put up a Christmas tree this year because I'm a failure. But at home, and when I do put up a Christmas tree at my parents' house, and when I do put up a Christmas tree, it's like, I like it to look like human. Like I think some some Christmas trees are super beautiful when it's like really color-coded and it's like all the same ornaments. And it's like, I think those are beautiful for sure. But I love like the ornaments that have been passed down for generations, you know, and like the ones that like I made when I was a kid and like the ones that like my mom had and then she gave to me. And like, I just, I love when it just looks kind of like, like people live there, you know, like I love like when it looks like the family did it together. And like, I just like growing up, we all had like, like I loved hanging certain ornaments and like there were just we, there were just so many like connections to these like holiday ornaments and it's just so fun. And so I love that. And I can't wait to like get some new ones and like have them for my kids and have them passed down. And so I love when trees look like that. So that's my answer. And that's what my tree would look like if I put one up and that's what it will look like at my parents' house. So yeah. And there we have it. We're heading, we're heading to the holidays, everybody. And it's another episode of Circle Time is coming to an end. But thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to give this five stars and leave a review. And thank you so much for listening. Circle Time now has an Instagram at Circle Time Pod. And we have a TikTok too, with the same name. So go follow those. And thank you so, so, so much for listening. I love you all. Happy holidays. And I'll see you next time.